Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. mintmobile.com/switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 53124 get 6 months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after 6 months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Hello and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I am your host today Francie and thank you for tuning in with us today. It's going to be a brief but thorough review today of an important topic, recalls. And now before we hit the panic button, let's take a deep breath together and remember that recalls are not uncommon, especially in the EV space when automakers are pioneering a new platform. It's all part of the journey towards a safer and more reliable electric vehicle landscape. Some EV recalls include the Tesla Model S in 2013, the Chevy Bolt in 2020, the BMW i3 in 2018, the Audi e-tron in 2019, and many, many more. Like I said, it's just kind of part of the process now, although the issues can have different impacts. In fact, if you've owned a car, you've probably been somewhat affected by a recall at some point. But I was actually just talking to a friend recently who was she had a VW car that was actually recalled after the diesel gate incident and when she sold it back to VW she did some math and realized that she only paid about 73 cents a day for every day that she owned that car which is just a fun little anecdote but like i said recalls can be pretty monumental or they can be a little bit more small scale and of course they depend on the model year and the issues and manufacturers typically work to resolve these problems as quickly as possible today we're just going to go over the most recent Nissan Aria recall and the details that we have so far. Like I said, recalls are a standard practice in the in this industry and Nissan seems to be quite on top of this one. So, I'm going to I'm going to pull up the actual safety recall report that you can find. It was submitted under the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and of course, submitted by Nissan North America Incorporated. So Nissan submitted this on September 28th of this year and the number of vehicles that they estimate to be involved with this recall is 9813 and of those 9813 Nissan Arias Nissan expects 100% of those to have the defect. So 
it does seem like they really know the number and the the scale of the impact of these vehicles and specifically they have noted that the the areas that are affected were produced between the dates of June 17th of 2022 and May 19th of 2023. So no other Nissan or Infiniti vehicles are affected. It is just specifically these model year 2023 Nissan Aria vehicles that were produced during this time because they were built with a subject component during the production period. And they have noted that it could be both the two-wheel drive and the four-wheel drive models, but no other Nissan or Xfinity, Infiniti vehicles are affected due to the unique motor type that is used on the Nissan Aria. So that's nice. It's, it's again, a pretty localized issue. So I want to read the exact description of the defect as Nissan has submitted it in this report so we can all be on the same page of how Nissan is not only describing but kind of categorizing this issue. And luckily, Nissan has said that there is a remedy to this. They have a planned remedy. So again, it does seem there's been recalls before where like with the Subaru Solterra and the BZ4X where they had to spend quite a lot of time not only really identifying exactly what the issue was with the wheels, I don't know if you remember that or not, and then it took a while to get a true remedy for it. And it delayed delivery dates, it put a stop sale, and it just had folks not able to drive their vehicle that they had purchased. So on the other hand, Nissan seems to have an approach here. So the description of the defect as written on this report. On affected Aria vehicles, there is a potential that conductive fibrous shavings from the drive motor slip ring assembly can momentarily short circuit the new slip rings. If this occurs, the fibrous shavings are instantaneously burnt out, resulting in no damage to any components. However, due to the fail-safe protocols, when the inverter detects a momentary overcurrent due to the short circuit, it cuts the motor torque to protect internal components of the controller, resulting in a loss of drive and EV system off message displayed on the dashboard to alert the driver. So essentially there are these fiber shavings, they are being detected, which is appropriate. And the response is, seems to be where the issue is. So the inverter and the fail-safe protocols are just absolutely cutting motive power, even if the car is driving um, and moving, which is where the safety concern obviously comes in. No matter how fast you're going, you don't want your car to just shut off. and the torque to the driven wheels is cut off until the fail-safe mode is released, which happens after the vehicle is powered off and restarted. So safety concern for sure. It also seems like Nissan knows exactly what's going on here, which is also reassuring. They go on to describe that the involved components are the inverter power electronics box, both in the two-wheel drive and the four-wheel drive. So again, they are aware of the exact component where the issue is, which also points to the serenity that they have described below. So Nissan issued this report on September 28th. They wrote that they are going to notify dealers on the 29th. So that was the day after this was submitted, but they aren't apparently notifying owners until later this month of October on the 20th. So there's a little bit of a, you know, staged approach to this. But the description of the remedy is that dealers will be instructed to reprogram the inverter to improve fail-safe protocols. Additionally, Nissan will not include a statement in the Part 577 owner notification concerning reimbursement for the cost of obtaining a pre-notification remedy since the subject vehicles are under warranty. So Nissan submitted this report on the 28th of September, told dealers on the 29th, and then owners will know by the 20th. This has been covered by other news sources that 
because this is public information. So it's possible that some owners already know, but let me know if you are a Nissan Aria owner and if you know you think it falls between this time frame and if you're affected by this defect. Um, because of course it would be good to know if you are driving around with a car that might just suddenly shut off no matter how fast you're going. So again, it does seem like Nissan has a plan for this and that is great. I was reading in other uh, coverage that this problem was detected as early as, or reported at least by drivers as early as January of last year by an owner in China versus a bit more recent, a couple of recent reports of that by drivers and owners in the States, more recent to now in the past couple of months. So I'm not sure how widespread this actual defect has been felt by Aria owners, but it does seem like, again, Nissan has identified the issue, has a remedy in place, and of course has issued this recall report. You may or may not remember that Aria did, the Nissan Aria also had a recall earlier. I believe it was last year, but it was with the steering wheel. So it seems to be a completely different issue. Um, perhaps there's not even crossover in the Venn diagram, but I'm not exactly sure if any recalled Nissan's had both uh, were both affected by the previous recall and this one. But either way, it's not ideal for Nissan to be experiencing a recall. But Nissan has had a lot of success previously in the EV space. As we all probably know, the Nissan Leaf, which was the automaker's first EV, was released in 2010 and was an absolute smash across the globe. So successful, a very great initiative by Nissan. And it's one of the best-selling EVs across the world sold um, at over, by 2020, they had over 500,000 Nissan Leafs sold. Um, there's a huge, loyal, passionate customer base who are these early EV adopters, most likely, who have seen the transformation of the e-mobility space, who decided to jump in with the Nissan Leaf. Of course, it has that older technology with the Chatamo, but it has advanced over time. And Nissan Leaf owners, who I'm sure are very, like we know, passionate and really a part of the movement have seen those improvements from Nissan and have really kept a supportive customer base. But the Nissan Aria, on the other hand, um, didn't take off as grandly as the Leaf. In fact, I'm probably sure that the sales that Nissan has seen with the Aria have not been as high as they wanted them to be, as they hoped for. But you can expect that the EV space has changed so much since 2010. There's a lot more competition out there. And the Leaf and the Nissan Aria are quite different. Uh, the Nissan Aria, of course, is CCS. It's the, you know, cross SUV. It's uh, has a higher price point as well. It's a bit, you know, more of the premium features and there's quite a distinction. But Nissan did actually have some recent traction with the Nissan Aria and we saw the scales tip a little bit. At the end of their quarter two of this year reporting, they reported 2,335 Aria sold where they noted 1,880 of Nissan Leafs sold. So that's actually about a half of what uh, Nissan Leaf was seeing at this time last year. So perhaps Nissan Leafs are becoming a little bit less popular, um, especially with the other options on the market and the advancing technology. The Nissan Leaf, of course, has been popular, but maybe we're seeing a shift towards newer technologies and that is honestly to be expected. There's a, less incentives with the Nissan Leaf as well. Um, they have credits with the EVgo network, but they used to have, I think, higher amounts of credits. And we're seeing the shift to CCS and, of course, Nax. So not exactly surprising, but just an interesting look at the history of Nissan in the EV space. So we'll see how this recall affects the Nissan Aria sales going forward. 
hopefully it's not too detrimental. It does seem like Nissan has a plan for this, but we'll see how they progress with the rectification of this issue and how it all plays out. Hopefully folks are able to get notified of this, turn in their EV and get it back from dealers with the fix as soon as possible. We'll keep an eye on the progress. Thank you for tuning in to the Autospec podcast for this quick little update on the Nissan Aria recall as of late. And we will see you next time covering EV topics that matter to us all. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.